Hi. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to um, episode 17, motherfuckers, of Ice Coffee and Margaritas. I thought it was 15, so we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> We've traveled in time, actually. We have, Time doesn't exist in my world, so We've quite in the time-space continuum. I don't know if that's the same thing, but I'm just going out here on a limb. Okay, Sheldon, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. With your besties, Charlotte and Lydia today, in case I'm you forgot who Lydia, we are. Lydia, motherfucker. I don't know what I'm doing with this motherfucker thing. That's not my vibe. But I'm Lydia. I'm, weird flex, but okay. It works. <laughs> we'll roll with it today. You know, maybe next Maybe next week we'll roll with something else. Cheers. Do you have oh, wine I'm, today? No, I have water today. I'm very dehydrated. Oh my God. I know. Ugh. Who is you? I don't know. I'm lost. Let me tell you. I ate yeah. like shit this, this long weekend. And uh, it for you. Yeah, it was fine. I went out for breakfast two days in a row. It was delish. Did you and go by yourself or did you go with someone? So on the Sunday, I went by myself and mm-hmm. then Spencer, who made a debut, called me Monday mm-hmm. morning because he was up near his work, mm-hmm. which is kind of close to where I live. So then he's like, it was like 8, 3 in the morning. Naturally, I'm up. And uh, he's like, um, good morning. Can we go get breakfast? I'm like, uh, yeah. <coughs> and then we just. We That's nice with him. And he came back to my place and we just hung out and chit chatted and. Hmm. We did our thing and then it was two o'clock in the afternoon and we were both like jesus christ we have we have things to do <laughs> right i was like it's like today's basically because it was monday of yeah. the long weekend so mm-hmm. it was basically sunday i was like i have so many things to do i know at like three d was like <laughs> do you want to go uh down to toronto and i was like okay so then we start driving and then we see the highway and the highway is just like completely backed up. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to drive to Toronto right now and spend like an hour and 30 minutes in the car to try and find a restaurant that might be open on family day. If, and if you guys are not from Canada, it's family day yeah. Yeah. yesterday, which was Monday, the, the 21st of February. Basically just a, a winter holiday. Yeah, they just wanted to give us another stat holiday, which is stupid. But thank you to those who were working on those stat holidays. Yes. I hope you got time and a half or double pay. I don't know how it works anymore, but time and a half. Yeah. I hope you got that extra money. Yeah. Funny, money, money. I miss um, getting time and a half. <laughs> I wouldn't now. My my work. So it's interesting. I used to work for one of the big banks. Mm-hmm. And recently an article came out where I don't, someone was suing, not someone, it was a class action that was suing the, the bank that I worked for, for not paying overtime for like X amount of employees. And it was like reported that over 30,000 or over 70,000, one of the two numbers, I don't remember, mm-hmm. um, employees that they technically owe money to because they never paid them overtime. And it was funny. No so I one of the girls that I worked, worked with back in the day mm-hmm. and she was salaried and I was hourly. So mm-hmm. I texted her and I was like, think I can go back and get my overtime payback. Fuck. Do you have I'm your pay stubs? No, God, no. No, oh my God. Like, I wouldn't even know where to start with it. Like it was such a fucking mess. So yeah. And I was like, I would love my overtime payback. And that being right. Yeah. 100%. But like, I feel like as like salary, you never get 
your time and a half. It's just yeah, like no, you're expected she never to did. work and then you get like a loo day or something. Yeah. So she never got it, but she, so we were each other's backups. She was like mm-hmm. basically one tier ahead of me. And then if she was not there, then I would take her spot. Right. And um, so then a lot of times when I took her spot, I should have been getting her pay and I didn't. So like if I was smart enough, mm-hmm. I could have, they would owe me money, but was I smart enough? No, I was just happy with more responsibility to prove myself. So, shot myself in the foot yeah fuck capitalism <laughs> literally i was speaking of which uh, oh yeah sure go ahead <laughs> speaking of which my job is very much rooted in like the thriving of capitalism it uh, was a sad day at our office today it oh was a very happened. sad day so i got in from the weekend i have 40 emails i'm not going through any of them because you know i'm uh-huh. instantly overwhelmed and i just start sifting through like the ones where it's like my bank account sending me a reminder that I have to pay a bill or something along the lines of that. Like just going through the basic ones that I can kind of just check off to turn that number smaller, and more manageable. And then I see an email from one of our client's siblings who is like the executor of her account. Okay. And I was like, oh, he doesn't really, like we talked to him maybe twice a year, like the client's set. And he sends us an email today to let us know that his sister, our client, passed away over the weekend. Oh, no. This is the second client who had passed in the last, like, three weeks. Like, both of them, <clears throat> excuse me, both of them were, like, older and... Oh, okay. Ch- Not that that's bad. smooch. Chicken wants to sit on my lap. Because oh I'm on the couch today. So she's like, um, hello, this is my spot, mom. Oh, my God um yeah not that it makes it, it better that they're older but it, you know they have yeah. a very fulfilled life so you know I know small amounts better clients like enough to know that if they called me I know what their name is and I know enough about them to right. have a conversation be like oh how's so-and-so right so then I was like okay I don't really know a lot about her and I don't want to give away a lot of details because she, like if if I give too much away she's googleable oh okay so she's like so she was there. a real life scientist Okay. So, like, <laughs> so she got like it sounds She's so a scientist weird. in real She's life, a, like in real, not Bill Nye the science guy, but like real, like Mayim Bialik. <laughs> yes. So she got her degree in physics, got a PhD in chemical physics or something. Worked in epidemiology. Oh shit! Like I'm, I'm reading her obituary, and I don't want to say what school she worked for because that would give it away. But she was the first female professor in her department Uh at said school and she went on to do so many things Lydia like when I say she didn't just break a glass ceiling she fucking Mm. shattered them yeah like she was a pioneer for women fucking awesome and it's a sad day when women like that are no longer with us yeah oh my god it makes me a little teary I know I I was sitting there reading her her obituary and I was I was crying you know naturally my boss comes and he's like the fuck's your problem yeah did you see the email from Dave (laughs) I just got my period this morning I can't handle this kind of conversation right now (laughs) I literally get mine in a week today (laughs) oh my god I'm getting the pre-period emotions and I'm like just sitting there just like just crying and he's like yeah, like our client was really cool. Yeah. And I was like, but like it's not cool that she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but like we need more yeah. women like her. Yeah. And there was like it listed a bunch of organizations that she was like heavily involved in. And like I don't want to say like the missions that 
because I don't want to call them missions, but the initiatives that would be the correct word. Right. That she helped bring light to. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of women on this planet that we have to thank. And I think she's one of them. Unreal. Like, <laughs> I was just. This dog, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's playtime. Did you hear her? Did you hear that squeal? Yeah. That was her. Oh my God. She was like, Row! um, she's very distracting. She needs to get her own house and pay rent so that she can like go on vacation from her mom. Meaning me. Just kidding. I love her. Um, that's fucking awesome. And you know, I know that like Ruth Bader Ginsburg was um American, but chicken, are you serious right now? You don't do I'm so sorry. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that she was American, but still it's like, you know, you're such a fucking badass and like you do so much for women. And like, why did you have to go? You're a national fucking no. treasure. Or there's also Hazel McCallion. I'm, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Okay. Who's she? McCallion. So she is currently, uh, how old is she? She's 101. Oh my She's God. Living. She was, she was born in Quebec, but she was the mayor of Mississauga for oh, 34 Oh, yes, years. yes, yes. I know who she is. And, right. And she was more or less, she was obviously, you know, a businesswoman and a politician. Um, but yeah, she, she did also, a lot. Yeah, she pioneered um, women's hockey. Oh, shit. I know they, that she had said something about, like, the Toronto Pearson Airport. She's like, no, this is Mississauga. It should be called the Mississauga Pearson Airport. Like, no, oh this is not Toronto. Because, I mean, it's not Toronto. No, it's it not is Mississauga. Mississauga. Yeah. But yeah, and it says, I'm just reading a brief synopsis here. It says, at one point, she was a board member of the Ontario Women's Hockey League and was instrumental in the construction of the Hershey Center in Mississauga. And oh, she shit. provided assistance for John, uh, Don Cherry's group to bring Ontario Hockey League franchises to the city in 1998. And she was instrumental in bringing the IHF Women's World Hockey Championship to the city in 2000. Like, and she was a professional women's hockey player too. Like, it's not like she was just involved. More or less, she was just <coughs> an unreal person for the, the city, you know, Mississauga specifically, but mm-hmm. you know, Toronto as a whole. And it's just, you hear, you don't hear about women like that until it's too late. Um, like, speaking of like women's hockey and stuff, don't want to give too much away. But somebody <laughs> we grew up with just won a fucking gold olympic medal or olympic gold medal or whatever however you say it go team canada go team canada again not gonna name any names here but like fuck yeah so on top of that Mm -hmm. so sarah nurse who plays on team canada she's Mm -hmm. one of the players she's the first black woman to receive a gold medal i think we either a black hockey player that's an athlete to receive mm-hmm. a gold medal for Canada, right? So I'm like, that's fucking sick. Great. Keep mm-hmm. smashing the ceiling. <laughs> so it reminded me, this is the petty part in me. Mm-hmm. So back when I was playing out in Europe, one of my roommates was from the States. She's a pro, a pro player. Mm-hmm. And um, she was one of the, I think she was the first female black professional ice hockey player in the States. Oh, shit. I think. Or within her state, but I think it was all of the states. Anyways, so then she was there 
the last time I was in Europe playing was um, the last Olympics. So <laughs> for my whole team, they were stoked that she was there because she's a great player. But for me, I'm just like, why are you not playing for Team USA? If you're so good, like, why are you not there? Yeah. Like, you should be at a training camp. So then, yeah, she said, more or less, she had a really shitty personality. And as soon as she told me, oh. she said, oh, I, I didn't really get along with the coaches. And she told me that, like, within two weeks of her moving in. And I had an entire eight-month season of living with her and playing on the ice with her. And I was like, okay, so this girl's got, like, a bad, bad attitude is what she has. I was like, I'm going to have to wait an entire season for it to come out. Was That's she great. actually horrible, though? terrible person oh god God, okay horrible personality um (laughs) just just awful personality oh no and it was really funny because all like I think yeah no I think Sarah Nurse is the first I, I can't remember how correct it is but she's like one of the first black athletes in hockey to receive a gold medal mm-hmm. and all I'm thinking is because I'm pretty sure the states beat us in it would be what 2018 was it the I don't fucking know whatever the last Olympics that we were at and if she wasn't such a shitty person with a bad attitude she could have had the the gold medal with team USA and so she was that first, good she no she was a great player yeah and I'm pretty sure that the states beat us that year and we got second hmm. so and because she was American and I was like you know if you didn't have such a shitty attitude you could have had a gold medal to your name but like what are you doing now <laughs> funny how much attitude affects eh? Weird. <laughs> um i just love it because i'm like the petty part of me is like yeah that's what you get you don't ever get to be on team usa you never will be able to play on them because they cut you in your prime yeah fuck you fuck you and your bad attitude pretty much pretty much um but, but yeah. yeah we didn't post anything last week um you had a belly bug i did yeah i shit my pants all week (laughs) (laughs) but it was valentine's day um i did not have a great valentine's day not because of d but i'm looking to see what day of the week that was it was monday oh okay yeah yes okay it so what happened Okay, so we didn't record. On, well, for me personally, my issue was chicken. And for those of you that don't know, chicken is my dog. <laughs> it's not an actual chicken. <laughs> She's not an actual chicken. Chicken is a beautiful pug, cocker spaniel, angel. And she is the absolute fucking light of my life. I don't know how else to describe it to you, but she is God's gift to earth. And by to earth, I mean to Lydia. So um, I don't know how much I told you like of what was going on. I can't even remember last week. I just know I sent you a voice note and I started crying. Yeah. So like a synopsis would be that I can't remember what you said that she had. You gave me an acronym and then you gave me the full name and it was, it was very long. Um, And you kind of gave me like some daily updates on. Yeah. She started eating again and. So you did talk about a dog carrier. I do want to know if you bought the dog carrier. I didn't. (laughs) But so anyway, just like a really brief um like thing, because this is something that was like really fucking tragic for me (laughs) and was like horrible. Um, naturally, we are laughing. Yes, that's how we do it. Coping (laughs) mechanism. Check. (laughs) 
emotional damage emotional damage yeah if you're not on that side of tiktok like get out of here yeah you you can't sit with us so anyway um (laughs) sunday night she like threw up twice and it was like okay whatever she throws up she's like her mom i'm a puker my daughter is puker whatever so I figured "Mm, she's fine. Not going to worry too much about it. She was like super bubbly. Monday I come home. It's Valentine's day and I get home. I walk in the door. She starts heaving, runs to the door. She pukes twice. And it was like really dark in my house. And my couch is like a dark gray and I had a black blanket over top. So I couldn't see how much vomit was truly on my couch when I initially walked past. And then when I walked past again, I noticed that it was covered. It was like a fucking barf mansion in here. Oh no, poor chicken. It was so bad. She puked probably like mm, an upwards of 12 times on Monday. And she's not a big dog. No, that's that's her entire body weight. Like, Literally. <laughs> like, so I don't even know how she kept puking. So Dee was like, I'm ordering us food. And that was our plan anyway. We were ordering tacos because tacos are my fucking love language. Mm. Oh, did you get yeah. it from that place in town? Yes. My nice. favorite place. I love nice. them to pieces. Anyway. Um, so I call him. I'm like, there's puke everywhere. Like I'm trying to make chocolate covered strawberries right now. And there's vomit all over the place. Like I'm losing my mind. And he's like, (laughs) just leave it. Like, I'll come and help you. Like, don't stress about it. And I was like, no, I can't just leave puke sitting here. So long story short, I'm cleaning up all of the vomit. And then I end up breaking my couch. (gasps) Were you aggressively cleaning? No, no, no. So you know how like I have a sectional couch and then I have like that chaise part. It lifts up. There's storage underneath. Oh, okay. So to take the couch cushion cover off, you have to lift this like the chaise up so you can get it from like the underside because it goes underneath the back side of it, right? So you have to lift it up to unvelcro it. So I do that and I just slightly tug on it a little bit, like ever so slightly it fucking comes off and oh I'm gosh. like are you kidding me so I have puke everywhere I have a mop out I'm sweating my ass off I'm I have puke on me my poor okay. dog is sick and then so I call I call D and I was like I am going to lose my fucking mind he's like what's going on I said I just broke the fucking couch I can't do this I quit <laughs> I'm done and he's like, what are you doing over there? Like, just relax. I'm like, no, I broke the fucking couch. Like, I'm going to just lose my goddamn mind. And so, relaxing is clearly within our wheelhouse. It's not in my DNA. It's not mine either. I don't like, know how to do that. Cool so concept for he, someone else. He gets home and he looks at the couch and he's like, how the fuck did you do this? I said, I like just tugged on it like so lightly. I don't know how this happened. So we're trying to fix the couch. It's not working. And I'm like, whatever, let's just leave it. The dog seems okay. She was like laying in her bed, which isn't really like her. She likes to beg for food because she's a fat little pig. She's, (laughs) you know, 50% cutie pie and 50% pig. So (laughs) so anyway. That's a very accurate representation of her. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, she takes after her mom. I'm 50% cutie pie <laughs> and 50% pig. So, um, so anyway, um, I said like, you know, she's obviously not feeling well because she's not begging for food. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. And then Tuesday morning, she seemed okay. She like went pee poo. She had some like, you know, some runny poopies, but whatevs. She was okay. She was in really good spirits, had some food out for her. She drank some water. So I was like, cool, we're good to go. I can go to work today. I have meetings today. I need to be there. D was able to stay home. He had some errands to run. He got home at two. He called me and he was like, Lydia, you need to come home right now. Oh God. And I was like, why? And he's like, because there's blood all over the house. And I'm like, what? I said, are you fucking with me? And he's like, no, I'm being for real. There's blood all over the place. Like it's everywhere. And he's like, chicken's not getting up. She's not moving. Like she's just laying in her bed. And I was like, I will be there right now. I I will teleport there. I got home from Toronto to my place in 25 minutes. Unheard of, but okay. I drove I did 145 all the way home. Yeah. Kilometers, Minimum. 145 kilometers all the way home. Yes. For you American listeners. <laughs> I don't know how many, <laughs> how much that is in miles. I have no I idea. Divided by, divided by 2.0, like figure it out yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing the math for you. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it was, it was a lot. So I get home. Dee's cleaning up all the blood because it wasn't even poop. It was just like blood. And so he's cleaning it all up. There's puke and pee on my couch. Naturally. Yeah. Her favorite spot. Her favorite spot. Her favorite spot to defecate. She doesn't, she doesn't poop on the couch. She just pukes. (laughs) Um, Just pukes. And this time she peed because she was so sick. So I take her to the vet and he says that she has HGE, which I then come to realize after doing some reading and uh you know our appointment that it's a super fatal illness for dogs so i'm hysterically crying and i was like you need to do whatever you can to save her i said she's my life like you need to save her please like whatever it whatever you need to do and he was like okay so she was on iv she had a bunch of shots And if I got to take her home after like a little bit, so we come home, she's still not herself. She, Oh, the night before she had shit on herself, like everywhere. And I had to give her a bath because she was like covered in her own poopies. My poor angel. Um, yeah. So super fucking deadly illness again, HGE. If anybody has pets, do your fucking research on that. Cause I had no idea that that was a thing. And I've grown up with dogs. I've had dogs my whole life and I've never experienced this, but it was the most terrifying thing. And she just like kept going off by herself. And all I could think of was like, this is what dogs fucking do. They go off to be by themselves when they die. When they die. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, she is going off to a fucking corner to go die. Like, that's what she's doing. So my sister was like, "Um, how is how is chicken doing? Because my office mate wants to know. And then so her and I were talking on the phone today when I was coming home from work. And she was like, yeah, she was telling me, like, you know how deadly that is. Right. And Amanda, my sister's like, no, I have no idea. Like, what? 
And she goes, yeah, my girlfriend's dog had it and her dog died in four days. Like, yeah. And my sister is like, this dog cannot die. My sister will lose her fucking mind. She goes, I don't even want to know what will happen if something I happens to personally chicken. commit you with the grippy socks. Like I will just I would I think I would, I would need in to there. be. I think yeah. I would need to be 100 percent Um, but yeah, that's why we didn't record last week because my poor sweet angel was not doing great, but she's she's 95% better, I would say. Which is great. We love that. My poor angel. But yeah, I just wanted to share that because I love my dog. I love my dog more than anything. Um, and also we're fucking twins now, just so you know, on Saturday night. Dee and I were going to McDonald's to get McFlurry, as you do. Nice. And I fucking nice. slipped in the driveway. I caught myself. Good. Good. No, I shouldn't have. I should have just let myself fall. I hurt my knee so Ugh. badly. Take the one thing that my personality has. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to copy you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hurt my knee so bad I can barely fucking walk. Wow. Which is welcome part of the, the reason why I'm on the couch right now with my leg up. Welcome to the bum knees club. Oh my God. It's so bad. Get some crutches. <laughs> Literally. He's like, do you need a cane? I was like, I think I might. Like, I can't fucking walk. I can't yeah, I don't want to overcompensate because I overcompensated for three months and like my other knee has issues. It hurts. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. I said, you got to follow the RICE acronym. If you don't know what that is. Rest. Incisions. Rest. Incisions? Who's performing the incisions, Lydia? (laughs) Slice my knee open. Rest, incision, clowns, exercise. (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking clown. Oh my god. I am a clown. Rest, ice, compression, elevation. Love that. I prefer (laughs) mine, though. I fucking went off on Twitter the other day. Just about, I don't know if you saw it about fucking convoy and these stupid oh trash gremlins. Oh God. I don't think we should give them any more spotlight. Oh my God. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I lost it. Did you see that the Rito center was fucking shut down today? Not even surprised. Yeah. Because I guess there was some guy there with a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all over TikTok too. Yeah. 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 Unreal. Okay stupid oh my god this like, isn't america figure it like, out <laughs> this is the first day you fucking reopen and some moron is in there with a gun like this is, no come on get your fucking shit together like this is L- not america learn how to communicate better. feelings yeah well it's men so speaking of men <laughs> on, t- on today's episode <laughs> so i've been checking through our analytics and uh more men than women are listening to our podcast so Mm -hmm. thanks boys not sure where you're coming from but thank you so much and today we're going to talk about ordinary things that men do that where we're going to cut that out (laughs) (laughs) i think i should leave that it's kind of (laughs) cute that could be your episode title (laughs) (laughs) so on this week's episode we're going to talk about ordinary things that men do where women fear for their lives <laughs> yeah yeah it's super fucked up um did you want to start us off or do you want me to start us off i mean like when you messaged me that i was like everything 
existing. What what isn't there that you do? Like, okay, let's say I was talking to somebody about traveling, a guy, and I was like, I would love to backpack through South America by <gasps> myself. I'm terrified to do that or else I would have done it by now. But I won't because yeah. I will be fucking murdered. Ma- or not, kidnapped. No, no I, think not, he, I think we'd definitely. be kidnapped and sold into a trade. I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical because and like, not that's a carpenter not, trade. That's not right. Um, I don't think that that's appropriate to like stereotype that way because countries are beautiful in South America. But um, like, for example, when my my mom took my siblings there, my aunt had said to my mom, she's like, if the kids need to speak to you and they need to speak to you in English, they whisper it in your ear or they wait until we get home. Don't let the kids speak English. Oh, you don't want to come across as a foreigner. Yeah, because of like organ harvesting right. and shit. That's what her thing was yeah. that, you know, oh, they didn't Jesus want the, the kids Christ. to be taken because, you know, you, you guys got ripe kidneys then. Yeah. Like, oh, you have like good health care, right? That's true. That's the assumption anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah, is. that wasn't a dig to Canadian health care. Not at all. Not at all. Not, no. not even a little bit. No, um, but yeah, so, I mean, that was something and he was like, no, you could definitely do that. And I'm like, are you dumb? No, no. And I mean, I'm sure lots of women do it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. And the only I reason I, yeah. The only reason I backpacked Europe when I lived there and I would go on like a week or two at a mm-hmm. time is because I look like I belong. Mm-hmm. Like I very much yeah. look European. Mm-hmm. Where in South America, I would stick out like a sore thumb. They'd be like, "Huh, there she is, that one." Like, yeah. Have you ever seen Taken? You know, with uh, Liam Neeson. As soon as they hop off the plane, they're marked. That would be me. I'd be like, "Hello, yeah, present." It's <laughs> like a huge fucking fear of mine, and like a woman in Argentina, or what is it? One woman in Argentina is murdered every eighteen hours, and like, I can't. I don't want to play with those odds. Murphy's Lodge, yes. Yeah, so like, no thanks. Um, Especially with like all the shit that happens to me, like something will happen. So I'm not out here for like laws of attraction and whatever, but like (laughs) it just happens, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, you know, traveling, you can't even do that. Yeah. Or or feel Um, comfortable doing it on your own. Like you always have to worry your head has to be on a swivel. Um, yeah, like or you're like, going you can't somewhere. Chill. You're going on a date, like that's Ugh. not a thing. Oh my that god, you feel yeah. safe going on? Like, like the I, amount of people I have to send my location to when I go on a date is just—it's yes. more than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's safe words. There's check-in times. There's yes. you know taking a picture of his license plate once you get there. Like granted, yes. you guys like show up in the same parking lot. Like what depending on what you're doing or if you're transiting, mm-hmm. and like you got to like screenshot the entire profile of their dating profile and send it to all your friends because if you get kidnapped they got to find the clues they got to find them all it's so funny because i had started seeing this guy and um i'd like talked to him for a really long time and then i went to his house took pictures of his license plate sent the address to my roommate this is what our safe word was Mm-hmm. When I sent her pictures, sent her his profiles. And also when I got there, like I made sure to like give a really good description of like what he looked like, 
what I was wearing, like everything. And she's like, okay, at this time, if you don't send me a text with our safe word, then like I'm calling the cops. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, cool. Like I think four of my friends, five of my friends have my location at all times. Yeah. And that's just like, 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 I would love for you to know where I am mm because then, you know, if I ever go missing. And I'm very much one of the only like single people in my friend group. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm the one just, you know, perusing the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not the streets. I, not literally. I like to stay inside, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, hermit? yeah, I, uh, like to go out sometimes occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was, so when I was moving into my apartment, what feels like eons ago, which was, you know, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. year and a half. I don't know. So anyways, I was on Facebook Marketplace, obviously trying to find furniture and decor at like reasonable prices. And I found a really nice rug mm-hmm. and I was picking it up in Toronto. It was like called a 20 minute drive from my office, like not okay. far. It was apartment building, lovely family. They were moving. So they were just selling everything. And they gave me the buzzer code and whatnot. So I go in, press the buzzer, I go up. And this was... I guess, like, kind of, like, the beginning of COVID. So, mm-hmm. like, mask mandates weren't a thing. Right. And it was, like, basically just stay away from people mm-hmm. was what it was. And, like, don't go into strangers' houses. What was I doing? Going into a stranger's house. So, <laughs> clearly, I followed the rules. <laughs> so, anyways, so there was a guy who walked in behind me. But he just, like, walked in because he lived there while I was, like, buzzing in. Or you assume and so, the- so. You never know. Well, he had a key, so. Oh, okay. Well, then. He- <laughs> so, either he lived there or he frequented the area uh-huh. and so anyways we're both at the elevator and then he gets there before me and goes in and I was like oh I'll take the next one because like apartment elevators are obviously not that big and I'm like okay we're supposed to social distance that's where that concept finally came yeah so I was like I'll take the next one like don't worry he's like no no it's okay like I'm fine if you want to come in so I was like oh okay so I get in and so he's like so do you clean rugs and I was like, what? And he's like, oh, I heard you talking to the person on the intercom about rugs. Because I was I was picking up a rug. I know, but it's just like and I was so like, weird. And I was like, oh, no, I'm actually just picking a rug up. Like, I don't clean them. I'm just, I'm I'm picking one up. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't and like, clean rugs. <laughs> I was going to like the 20-something floor. Oh, so okay. like, it was, it, you know, it was longer than a second that we were in there. And I was like, no. He's like, oh do you know someone that cleans rugs <laughs> I was like are, are we really having this conversation and like at this point like this man was probably like six five and bulky like oh shit so like already I'm fucking nervous just uh-huh. because of the sheer size of him okay and then he's talking to me about rugs I'm like sir please don't talk like mm-hmm. just please keep your mouth shut I was like no like I'm so sorry I don't know he's like oh okay and like I hadn't like my hand in my purse like the way I was holding it and it was I was holding my keys in one hand because you know yeah. you always gotta be ready to stab a bitch and um and he goes so do you have a boyfriend and I'm like are you fucking serious how about I'm we like, don't what floor? I'm yeah like, what floor am I on and how many do I have left yeah and then and it's like do I have cell reception in here pretty much and I was like uh nope and he goes oh do you have a husband and it, like my left hand is in my purse. And I'm like, I cannot move my left hand. I was like, I do. Yes. He's like, oh, he's like, that sucks. I was like, I mean, like, he's pretty great. So like, <laughs> it doesn't really suck. Like I'm trying to play it off that. I, actually uh-huh. was, but I was like, like, no, he's great. Like, I'm happy with him. He's like, oh, okay. And he's like, do you want to come up and have sex with me? 
No, he and, didn't. And I was like, pardon? He's like, I'm just looking to, I'm just looking to someone looking for someone to have sex with me. I was like, oh, he's like, so like I this is my floor. And it just so happened, like, ding, elevator opens. I was like, no thanks, like I'm okay. He goes, Oh, are you sure? And like he's like stepping out of the elevator, so he kind of has to step like he takes a step. I almost shit myself. I'm like, this is how it ends when you go to pick up a fucking rug. This is it. Are you fucking kidding? This guy's like easily doubled my weight. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm like, I'm like, no, but thank you so much. I don't think my husband would like if I did that today. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, maybe another day. I was like, maybe, but it's not today. And he was just like, and then he just like kind of grunted as he walked out and it was like, close the elevator door. Oh my God. Ew. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And then I go up and then I'm just like, oh my God, I'm about to knock on a stranger's door Yeah. to pick up a rug. And I was like, I hope there's a fucking female in here. And I knock on the door, like click, click, click. And a female opens door. She's like, oh, you're here for the rug. I'm like, yeah. She's like, come on in. I'm like. No, thanks. Just, just fucking roll it up and give it to me. I'll inspect it when I get back to my office. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Okay. But it was very much a, a like a three or sorry, a two bedroom apartment, but like six people live there type of thing. Oh God. There was a lot of men in that apartment. Oh God. So I just rolled it up. I was like, can I just e-transfer you? Like she's like, yeah, yeah. she had the longest email. Oh my God. And it was it was whatever her cultural name was. Like it wasn't a okay. white girl and I'm like spelling it wrong and shaking. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, like, and I was like, I got to take the fucking elevator down 20 something stories. I I'm just going to hold the clothes button. No one else is getting on. And I fucking ran out of there. Oh just my God. It. I was that like, is I so motherfucking scary. And it's like a fucking rug. <laughs> yeah and it's like you know what shit like this happens all the fucking time um your story what, reminded like, me of go ahead i was gonna say what was stopping that guy from just taking me yeah like, so <clears throat> your story reminded me of um i don't know if you know who gavin de becker is i don't think so he's an author and i think he's like also like a psychologist or something gavin de becker he authored this book the gift of fear And he talks about like how we as humans have all been given this intuition, like a sixth sense as some people call it regarding like fearing things, you know? Your gut. Um, Yeah, exactly. And so he gave this um, story about this woman, we'll call her, I don't know, Sharon. And um, it was, I can't remember if it's in the book or if he gave this story um, or told the story during an interview. I, I can't remember. I think it might've been an interview, but anyway, it doesn't matter. You can look it up. Um, and he talks about this woman. She was coming home from the grocery store. She lived in an apartment building and this man was coming up behind her. She held the door open for him because oh, it was the polite thing to do. So she then gets her groceries. She gets into the elevator. Her, he follows her into the elevator she goes up he doesn't hit a button or anything on the elevator she gets off at her floor he comes off to her or off with her and follows mm-hmm. her and he goes oh, oh my let god me, let me help you with your groceries oh i think the fuck not i would yeah. rather carry them with my nipples so she, help me. like just would, flash them on yeah and she was fuck. like okay because she didn't want to be rude 
And so he he took her groceries, brought them inside for her, ends up assaulting her. Oh, and yeah, long story short, he something like that. Mm. And um, he or she said that she had this gut feeling that if she didn't get out now, like something bad was going to happen. So not like something bad already happened, like even worse, it can get worse. So she wrapped herself up in her bed sheet and she snuck behind him, like does not know how she was able to get out. She snuck behind him, walked out and knocked on her neighbor's door. She's like, I need to come in right now. Called the police. Police came in. He was still in her apartment. He had a knife because he was going to kill her. And it's like, you've been given this gift of fear, your intuition, your gut feeling. And so many times as women, we ignore it because we don't want to be rude. And it's, you know, oh, well, I just wanted to be polite. I didn't want to be mean. You know, he told me to smile. So I did like, I, you know, I just didn't want to seem like I was being rude. And I don't know if you listen to my favorite murder, their podcast, um, shout out to Georgia and motherfucking Karen, because yes, bitches. Um, but anyway, they, t- they like one of their things, like their motto or whatever is like, fuck politeness. And it talks about like, how is women? Same conversation we just had. Like, we need to start fucking politeness. We don't need to smile for you. We don't need to be kind to you and worry about hurting your fucking feelings. We need to worry about staying alive. So fuck you and fuck being polite. Literally. So Mm -hmm. that reminds me. So men, men, the men that are listening, if you feel very (laughs) offended by this, you're part of the problem. So just keep that in mind. If you're listening to this and, you know, empathizing and being like, okay, I recognize this is a bigger problem than I Mm -hmm. realize that women face. Think about how you can prevent it. You know, maybe we'll give some tips at the end if we have time. Yeah. Remember, like another thing too you know like talking about as women what you can and can't do or what you're comfortable doing or not doing um i was walking chicken one day and somebody's front door was open like just wide open and it was like march so it's cold and i was like what the fuck like this is weird and i stood there and i'm like waiting for her to pee And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is so strange. And I didn't want to go to the door by myself. Obviously, that's how you die. Exactly. Scary movie. Yeah. I was like, somebody's going to kidnap me. So I I went to like a neighbor's house and Mm -hmm. I knocked on their door. They didn't fucking answer. And then I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to go there by myself. So anyway, I ended up calling the police and I was like, um, hi, something weird is going on. I just have like a strange feeling. Um, this front door is open and it's been open for like the past 10, 15 minutes. I think the police need to go there and check it out and make sure everybody's okay inside. She goes, did you go there? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be murdered. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. Yeah. She was like, okay, yeah, good idea. Don't go near that house. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I guess like the police had ended up there a little while after, but it's just like, you know, even that, even walking up to somebody's door, you don't fucking know who's on the other side. Literally. Like I, my neighbors have been my neighbors for the last uh, almost 30 years. Right. If their door was left open and it was like black inside, mm-hmm. I, I would not be going in. Yeah. I would not. 
I would go get my big grizzly neighbor across the road. I'd be like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Like, your life. I don't know what I'm going to find. So no, I'm not yeah. going to go like banging on your door. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm very good. And it's like the slightest thing can, I don't want to say they set men off because women can obviously be set off too and go fucking bash it crazy. Mm-hmm. But the slightest things that like I was followed home because right. I honked at a guy in traffic. Right. Because he, I was on a two lane road, like going the same way. And he was veering into my lane. Mm-hmm. So I gave him the old like meep meep. Cause like, Hey, like, don't hit me. Yeah. I don't want to buy another car. Don't hit me. Yeah. And so I gave him the little meep meep and within less than a kilometer, it was less than a kilometer from my parking lot to my apartment building. Uh, he managed to get behind me, follow me and uh, park himself right in front of my car and just stare at me. Terrifying. Just to cause, just to cause fear. And mm-hmm. it just so happened that one of my neighbors who happened to park right beside me mm-hmm. was pulling in at the same time. It was hilarious because he was so slow going through the parking lot that <laughs> she was just wailing on her horn, like, get the fuck out of the way. Oh my God. She's like, fucking move it. Visitors over there. <laughs> like, cause he was coming into like the residential side, not like yeah. visitor parking. Yeah. And so he like went all the way like through the parking lot and she parked beside me, obviously. And she was like, did you see that fucking guy? Like, why is he driving so slow? And I was like, neighbor, He's following me home. She's like, are you fucking serious? And mm-hmm. it just so happened that my stepdad had made me wooden shelves that were still sitting in my car. Mm-hmm. So I pulled it. As soon as he stopped and like parked and just stared at us, I pulled, pulled out a wooden shelf. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what I have to defend myself. So I was like, this will be interesting. Hopefully I have to break this over his face. But then my neighbor just kind of yelled at him and he drove off. But I was like, the fucking audacity. Like if yeah. my neighbor wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like if she wasn't there, one hundred percent. It's like what? What were you planning on doing? What was yeah, your outcome? Like what was your goal? What what yeah. outcome were you looking to get from this? Yeah. Were you there you to know? instill fear? Were you going to get out of the car? Yeah. Were you just going to st- like? Were you just trying to be an inconvenience? See, and, and it's I not feel- like he ever, he never flipped me off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Which it's normal. Like you get flipped yeah. off in traffic all the time if you honk your horn at someone. Never. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck were you going to do? Mm-hmm. And was I going to cop a murder charge? <laughs> Not really. When my fight or flight kicks in, it's very much flight. <laughs> I oh. soar into a new planet. Now I'm like full on fucking fight. I will fucking kill you. So I've now reached a point in my life. Like after just like everything that I've been through, I just don't give a fuck anymore. So if I'm ever in a situation like that, you can kind of like describe me as a cat being backed into a corner. <laughs> Great visual. I will become very feisty. Oh. So <laughs> you're like kind of goes hand in hand with like road rage and whatever. <laughs> but I had, I was leaving work and this guy who had kind of like a limp gait, he was um, crossing the street. It is not legal to do a right-hand turn or whatever into an intersection where a pedestrian is, is crossing the road. So also because of this, uh, you know, peculiar gait that this individual had, I did not understand how quickly or slowly he would be walking across said road. So okay. of course I'm going to wait because yeah. I can't really gauge you. <laughs> yeah. You know? Don't really want to hit you. And it's like, I also don't want to make your limp worse. <laughs> so, and like, 
it would put a damper on your day, a damper on mine. So like, I'll just wait the five seconds and it's going to yeah. take you to cross. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Anyway, this motherfucker behind me, he is laying on his horn. Oh my God. So then I get mad. Is he he ends up, up like, is that his problem? He ends up going around me. Oh my God. He almost hit the guy crossing the street. Oh my so God. I wait. The guy crosses the street. I make my turn and I end up right beside him. He saved absolutely no time. So he rolls down his window and he's like, you dumb fucking bitch. So I rolled down okay. my window or had my window rolled down. And I was like, I'm the dumb fucking bitch. I said, are you aware as to what the laws are of the road? I said, <laughs> obviously not. I said, and you also hit almost hit that man. And he's like, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. And he was Indian. I worked with an Indian guy who taught me a lot of swear words in Punjabi. Excellent. Excellent. So you just got to hope it's I, the right type. You got the right language. Oh, trust me. I'm sure that this is a fucking <laughs> universal fucking word for India. Um, so I went off and I start cussing him out. And then he starts going on and he starts calling me stupid. And that's like a big trigger for me is when somebody calls me stupid. I really don't like it. Um, I'm fucking crazy. So I told him, I said, get the fuck out of your car. And he's like, what? And I said, get the fuck out of your car right now. I said, I am going to fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, what? And I said, I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. You met your fucking match. Yeah. I was like, you don't want to fuck with me with the day that I've had and just the life that I've lived, bitch. You don't fucking want to mess with me. You picked the wrong day and the wrong bitch. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So then he just like rolls his window up and he zooms off. Right. And then, so anyway, the next morning I'm talking to AJ, who's one of the guys, um, that I worked with one of the Indian guys. And so I was telling him and he's like, did you swear at him in Punjabi? And I told him like, yeah, this is what I said. And he goes, oh, that must've been terrifying when he saw a pretty little white girl start <laughs> screaming at him in Punjabi. <laughs> I was That's like, amazing. honestly, it was probably the highlight of my life. Cause I've never felt so powerful. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, fuck politeness. And like, just fucking fight back. Fuck these bitches. Fuck them. Right. So my new thing at the gym, because there's creepy people at the gym naturally. And with the new year, you know, there's of a course. new swing of people coming in. Mm-hmm. Love that people are working out and doing better for their health. Love right. that. Keep your eyes to yourself. Absolutely. I'm like, I get it. Some people look at me because I'm lifting heavier weights mm-hmm. and they go like female, a lot of weight, huh? And you're little. I, I'm only 5'3". Yeah. I'm you're like, three. You're like I'm a tiny size. little... You're What? I'm a snack size. Oh, I, I was going to say you're a tiny little T-Rex. <laughs> my arms are proportionate to my body, okay? <laughs> I mean, they could be a little longer, but <laughs> they're proportionate. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, like, I get it. And, like, when I'm deadlifting, I, I do drop the weight. I make it known, like, I'm here. Right. And because I've made friends with all the bodybuilders, so like they're the only people that are really going to tell me off. So I'm just like, what are you right. going to do about it? What are you going to do? Right. So there was a middle-aged man, bald, obviously. Your receding hairline tells me exactly how problematic you are. Bald, it's always the bald ones. 
fucking always is. So he was staring at me since the first day he set foot into the gym. And mind you, there was a plethora of other new people. So heads on a swivel trying to figure out who's creepy and who's just looking to be like, damn. Okay. Yeah. And back to their regular schedule program. And so this guy would stare at me. And where the mirrors are, I know where to look to see everything because I've been watching for four years now. So like I know my surroundings. That's like also being a woman though. You just like know where everything is. Swivel at all times. And like my my lovely gym pal who I work out with, Mm -hmm. she's been married for 10 years, loves her husband. hasn't experienced as much of the world as we have in a sense of you know dating and yeah going out and all this stuff so she doesn't get it and I try to explain it to her but she just doesn't get it like she's so oblivious really things that are happening and I'm like I would love to be in your boat and yeah. paddling away with you yeah so then anyways so one of the girls that other girls that I became friends with she's dating one of the power lifters she's lovely they're both absolutely lovely people she comes up to me and she's like hey charlotte do you see that guy and describes him he's been staring at you i'm like i fucking know i fucking know (laughs) Mm. so my new thing is to look at them when they look at me and be like and just like kind of give them like the what Mm -hmm. with the hand gestures and the face and eyes yeah and so i do that and he fucking looks at the ceiling like something's coming from it and about to drop on his face and i'm like all right that should do it yeah should and then the girl she's like now he's fucking staring at me i'm like fucking twofer over here jesus mm-hmm. so then i go up to her and i see him staring and i look at him and i was like you have a fucking problem mm-hmm. and then because i guess he has his headphones and i didn't he either pretended to not hear me or whatever it is he definitely so pretended because this- he could hear you 100%. oh yeah I'm fucking, I'm fucking loud um so men this is where you come in <laughs> so me standing up for myself and for jim pal mm-hmm. wasn't enough because he kept staring and didn't get the fucking message. Yeah. So Jim Powell goes up to her boyfriend and says, hey, honey, this guy won't stop fucking staring at us. And mm-hmm. I'm severely uncomfortable. And both of us work out in just like leggings and a sports bra or leggings and a crop top type of thing. Like our midriff is showing at most. Oh, my God. Scandalous. Like maybe my ankle popped out. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so he goes up. Can I says, hold on? Can I stop you for one second? What yeah. bugs me? so much is that you feel like you need to go get another man to fight your battle oh i was about to scrap this guy on my own i was about to just fucking hands down go up to him and t-rex yell in his face (laughs) but it's also like men only respect other men it doesn't matter so it's like oh i have a boyfriend oh okay never mind because no isn't enough for you yeah, because you can't take the word now. Yeah. So anyways, this is where men, you can become an ally. Mm-hmm. You know, because apparently us women can't do it on our own, which is, you know, in itself a problem. So she went up to her boyfriend and said, honey, you know, so-and-so keeps staring at me. So he, next time, he just like kept an eye out. Mm-hmm. And next time he saw Baldy staring at us, he mm-hmm. went up right into his face and it was just like, stop. <laughs> just straight up stop yeah and the guy looked like he shit his pants because of this bodybuilder this huge motherfucker who was all, and it was his arm pump like day so his, okay. his upper body was just now like just huge it was stupid <laughs> and i was like okay great great thank you so much harold thank you and so i was like oh that must have solved the problem because he kind of fucked off and you know whatever 10 minutes later mm-hmm. buddy comes back and is staring again mm-hmm. and then so harold the bodybuilder he's just like i will break his neck 
So I'm going to go get front desk involved so I don't go to jail. Love it. And I'm like, so maybe if they listen to Harold, they'll do something. Because when I complained two weeks ago, nothing happened. About the same guy? Same guy. Unreal. So goes up to buddy at front desk and says, hey, you know, we got a problem. So-and-so keeps staring at X, Y, and Z. And the women are very uncomfortable. The women have said something to the male. He just keeps staring. I have said something to the man. Keeps staring. Yeah, so they went up and talked to him. They had to do an incident report and all this stuff. And I'm just like, so one front desk guy came up yeah. and was like, hey, I need your card because we're doing like an incident report. You know, blah, blah, blah. No problem. So I said, hey, Nathan, when I told you about this two weeks ago, why didn't you do that then? Yeah. And he's like, well, you've mentioned before that this isn't like, you know, you get stared at a lot. And I'm like, yeah, so? it's a fucking problem. Yeah. And I'm like, do you not remember the last time I got yeah. stared at? And I told you the guy in the purple shorts was following me around the gym. Yeah. And he's just like, and then so one of my friends, Brandon, also mm-hmm. works out there. So I just went over and kind of chit-chat with Brandon and Nathan, front desk guy, came yeah. and out with us. The guy in the purple shorts followed me over to talk to the, when I was talking to the other guys, like he felt comfortable enough <clears throat> to still follow me around, even though I was going up to other men. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because they're creepy. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> so, like, I found the creepy ones. Here they are. Get rid of them. You just reminded me of something that I took a screenshot of the other day um, or yesterday when you were talking about, like, oh, my midriff was showing. Like, oh, so scandalous. You know, that doesn't fucking matter. So, anyway, somebody had posted this um, on their. Um, Instagram. So they had wrote the media keeps falling victims or sorry, failing victims and survivors of sexual assault. So here are 10 rape prevention tips that are guaranteed to work. Number one, don't put drugs on people's drinks. Number two, when you see a person walking by themselves, leave them alone. Number three, if you pull over to help a person whose car is broken down, remember not to rape them. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that it's, should be a common sense one, but just in case. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, Ted Bundy. Um, if you're in an elevator and a person gets in, don't rape them. You know, simple. <laughs> Thank you, rug man. <laughs> Number five, when you encounter a person who's asleep, the safest, safest course of action is to not rape them. Number six, never creep into a person's home through an unlocked door or window or spring out at them from between parked cars or rape them. Number seven, remember, people go to the laundry room to do their laundry. Do not attempt to molest someone who's alone in a laundry room. Number eight, use the buddy system. If it is inconvenient for you to stop yourself from raping somebody, ask a trusted friend to accompany you at all times. Number nine, carry a rape whistle. If you find that you're able, that you're about to rape somebody, blow the whistle until somebody comes to stop you. Number 10, honesty is the best policy. When asking a person out on a date, don't pretend that you're interested in them as a person. Tell them straight up that you expect to be raping them later. If you don't communicate your intentions, the person may take it as a sign that you do not plan to rape them. And it's like, I'm laughing because it's funny, but also it's true. It's like- literally. There's so much onus that's put on, on female victims um, and just like, or, you know, people that identify as women. Um, to not get raped. Yeah. It's like, well, it's your job yeah. to not have anything happen to you. Like a girlfriend yeah, of like mine. Dare she you was exist. Fo- yeah. A girlfriend of mine, she was followed home. You know, she had oh taken God. the subway. They got off the subway. They followed her to her apartment. <gasps> And oh, she called God. the police and she's like, I don't fucking know what to do. They followed me in. 
Like, you know? Yeah. And they were like, well, you shouldn't be walking alone. Are you fucking serious? And she's like, well, I, do you want to walk me like, home? Yeah. That's like, what am I going to do? You know, like, I should be, I should be able to walk alone from work to my house or from not even from work, but from anywhere from the fucking subway station, which yeah. is like, it was like St. Clair and she lived on Eglinton. Oh my God. That's not you know, anymore. like three blocks. If that, oh my God. you know, why, why, why is this that? Why is that your, your, your first thought? Yeah, like your uh, oh, here's a solution. Thank you, your solution to the issue. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you so much. Um, but it's just like, yeah, like you know, it's not up to women to not have this happen to them. I could go outside naked, and like, doesn't mean that I want somebody to fucking force themselves on me. Maybe I'm a nudist. Maybe I just you know don't enjoy clothes. Maybe I have contact dermatitis, bitch, and I can't wear clothing. Touché. Don't fucking know my life. Touche. So I think this might be a good time to add in some little tips for men. So because I I do oh, believe was the that, 10 are... that I gave not enough. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Tip number one through ten. Follow <laughs> all of them. Um, no, so I do believe that there are some men out there who are like, okay, I do want to be that guy who stops my friend or who intervenes or if I see something like you know says it but I don't know what to do. Yeah. First of all, fucking do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Second of all, if you see that one of your buddies is doing something where you go, "Mm, shouldn't do that. And like, maybe, maybe your friend is just, you know, a foot taller and 200 pounds heavier than you. And you Mm -hmm. don't want to get crushed by them. Fun Mm -hmm. fact, neither do we. Mm -hmm. So you can always tell a bartender. You can always tell security. You could always tell that girl, you could go up, like say, if he's going to the bathroom, you could always go up and talk to her and just say, Hey, I saw someone slip something into your drink. And I think it was that guy you were talking to. You can just pretend you don't know him. Mm -hmm. And if you see something and you want to intervene, that's great. Do it. So I don't have to mace people. Yeah. As it stands for me to feel comfortable. I carry weapons in my purse, in my gym bag. Like if they ever have metal detectors, I'm fucked. Okay, chicken. Can you you hear this dog? (laughs) She's looking at me like. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, you know, talking about (laughs) carrying weapons and shit, like keys. Like there are times or if I have a pen in my purse, I'll hold it like this while I'm walking, like in my in a fist, you know, pointy part poking out. So if I need to fucking jab somebody in the eye or in the throat, I can do that because it's there. You know, I feel like a pen can do a lot of fucking damage. I've watched those videos on YouTube about like how to defend yourself. And it's like one of the biggest things is like if you wear high heels. Oh, rip those things off and stab them. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, that is so smart. Why didn't I ever think of that? Thank you, Jiu-Jitsu man, for teaching me. (laughs) (laughs) So like, oh my God, so wonderful. Um, But yeah, you know, I I think the biggest takeaway here um, for for our uh, male counterparts, um, just don't be disgusting pigs. Uh, women are not there for you to um, enjoy. Uh, We are here to exist and live our fucking lives. 
just as much as you're here to exist and live your life. Yeah. Oh, I just reminded me of something else too, where uh, I'm not going to like reiterate this properly, but it was talking about like um, this guy was saying that he wasn't comfortable with somebody who was gay sitting on the bus with them. And they were like, well, you know, they might try and touch me. They might try and do this to me. They might try and do this. And then this this girl responded and she was like, now you know what it's like to be a woman and feel helpless because now you've been matched with somebody who's bigger than you and who's stronger than you that can overpower you. So now you know what it's like. So maybe this whole, you know, your homophobic attitude will also change, but it will also change how you treat women too. Yeah. I just, I just, I read that and it was like, oh my God, that's so fucking enlightening. Cause it's true. Literally. Yeah. Um, and again, for the men or even for some of the women that are listening to this, because there's some women who just, they just don't get it and, you know, bless their souls if they're naive, but if they're ignorant, don't bless their soul. And, you yeah. know, they, they think that maybe the men in their life are the greatest thing since sliced bread. And let me tell you, sliced bread is the greatest thing since sliced bread especially the white bread. My God, white fluffy bread. Oh my God. A nice Italian loaf. Mm. Oh, so good. But anyways, if you fall into that category (laughs) and you're thinking, you're listening to this and you're like, Charlotte and Lydia have no fucking clue what they're talking about. I don't care what experiences they have. Not all men are like this. We're not fucking trash. Me, 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 me. You're the problem. Straight up. You're the problem. Yeah. And we're not talking about all men. Because not all men are, are like this. We're talking about the ones that are very offended by this. Yeah. I'm talking right to you, Chad, yeah. Kyle, yeah. whatever other name. Brian. I'm talking directly to you. You can hit me up on Twitter if you got a problem. I'll yeah. happily sell you my dirty socks in return. Um, another really good account, like she's like my favorite, is Drew Afwallow. Yes on tiktok yes. she is fucking amazing and you reminded me of her when you were like oh, this bald man <laughs> or like oh my god because she always says hairline. like it's always the ones with the receding hairline or you're Literally. always bald like you Literally. know take off your hat chad let me see your, oh my god yeah let me see your fucking bald ass head connor you know now every so time funny. i like see a guy on a dating app or mm-hmm. who like wanted to match me on a dating app which by the way i deleted all my dating apps so chaos is now upon us um, I might have to go outside if I want to meet someone. So oh I'm my God. Who are you? Oh, tell me about it. Um, so anyways, I would base my first, like your first glance, your first interpretation of them mm-hmm. based on their hairline. <laughs> I'm like, how problematic are you? How? How problematic? And it's really funny. Because I and I put this to the test. So my in the glasses that I have, one, uh-huh. yeah. the one who's not problematic has a fucking full head of hair. It's true. Like a little bit receding here and there, just because you know he's getting old and that happens. My uh my senior boss, fully bald with a hair transplant. Really? Extreme. Yes, he is extremely problematic. Is this um Ronaldo? Yes. Oh my god. Very problematic. I'm fucking dead. So I'm like, that is that's the new logic. That is the baseline. I am following that till I die. It's funny because it's true. It's like, why, why is all like, are all these dudes fucking? Why do they all have a receding fucking hairline? Your problem ever. It's so funny. Um, but what's your tell me something good? Hit me up. 
Oh, okay. 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 Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Well, I had a good long weekend. Um, I was in like kind of in the depression dumps, just kind of, you know, Mm. wallowing in my bed for multiple days, like still would go to work, but like immediately come home and my bed's Mm. my comfort place. So that's where I just kind of literally lounged forever. I feel that. And um, so I kind of got out of that this weekend. I took myself on a date to the movies. It was a great movie. Had some good popcorn. What did you What did you watch? Uncharted, I believe it's called. It's got Marky Mark and Tom Holland in it. It's kind of like um, oh yes, Indiana yes. Jones like mm-hmm. kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So I just I saw Marky Mark's face on the front of it, and I went sold. Your obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happy happy to watch him in anything. So it was great that I took myself out on a little date. I did that, and then I took myself snowshoeing. That was fun. It was also free, so I do like free. And then I took myself oh. on a brunch date. I had I just dated myself this weekend. I'm proud of over you. Over multiple days. And then, yeah, so that was, what was it, Saturday night I went to the movies. And then Sunday, yeah, I went snowshoeing. I took myself over brunch. I had a couple errands I had to run. Yeah. Oh, and then I apparently had a, a plethora of energy. It was horrifying. Um, there's still some boxes I haven't unpacked since I moved home. I just neglected. Dude, I've lived in my apartment for three and a half years and there's still a bag that I haven't unpacked. Yeah. So I was like, I need to get rid of shit. And I went through my clothes and whatnot. And yeah. It was like throwing out stuff that doesn't fit so I can, you know, shop more. Yes, and as um, you do naturally. Of course. None of my shorts fit. My fucking ass cheeks hang out of everything. I love that so for you. My three-inch inseams don't, <laughs> don't hold anything. I need five, minimum five. Um, so then I found my I would write when I was in Europe when I was living there I would write kind of like a diary if you will mm-hmm. a lot of it documented my travels so I still remember a lot of it it hasn't been enough time yet for me to read it and like mm-hmm. you know be stunned but I found I wrote myself a list of goals for 2018 because that was Aww. the year I ended up coming home in 2018 I was there for most of 2017 and like half of 2018 and I want to say I wrote five goals down did I, you did you reach them I achieved all of them in 2018 Oh my God, you sweet and angel. I, and then I just sat there and cried. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> because I was very proud of myself. What was one of your goals? So one of my goals, hold on. I'm going to grab the one second. Oh, got to take these out of my ears. I don't know what I'm singing. I don't want to get copywritten. Okay, like this is how much writing I have in them. Oh my God. And then for those who can't see it is full they're full pages yeah and then i also have like little things in there from like like a transit ticket or something oh like so it's like yeah. a scrapbooky thing yeah almost. kind of scrapbooky whatnot so i really did it to like document my travels that's really what i was doing okay i like land around, 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 around. <laughs> i don't do cardio <laughs> all the cardio i do is running right now okay so <laughs> Goals for 2018. First one, keep up to date with this notebook, which I did. It looks like I stopped it as soon as I got home. Don't stop traveling. I didn't. 
continue your weight loss journey and maintaining your mental health. Boy, did I get booked into therapy real quick. <laughs> and then I also continue the weight loss. Spend time with the people that truly matter. Which I did. Establish a career and financial stability. I landed the job that I have right now in 2018. Oh continue God. to play sports year round, which I did until I blew my knee out. <laughs> read more. Um, yeah, read more. So then I know, like I have a Toronto library card. Love it. Every Friday, I go pick up a library book. I am so proud of you. And then do what makes me happy daily. Daily was a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) And daily was quite a stretch. I don't know who I thought I was. Anyways, and then I wrote myself, my wish to 2018 Charlotte. Never stop moving forward. Push the envelope, challenge yourself, and don't stop trying to break a glass ceiling. Cheers. Oh, I imagine there was a drink in my hand. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. That was my weekend. That's my tell me something good. Tell me your tell me something good. Um, my tell me something good is I fucking survived last week. That's my I'm tell me something good. I um, like I said, it was like probably one of the worst fucking weeks of my life because, like I said in the beginning, my dog is my entire life. I didn't sleep a full night in a week. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I was up like every hour, every couple hours with this dog. It was insane. Um, so that's why tell me something good is I fucking survived that. Honestly, that's all that matters. And, that's and, all that um, matters. And I haven't heard anything from my landlords. Uh, so I Did don't know. You, what... last, I think the last we told the listeners is that you gave them a cash for keys option no i didn't give them a cash for keys option i just said that i'm not interested right that's what it was and you were and you were thinking the cash for keys option yeah so i reached out to like six lawyers slash paralegals um and i have one kind of on standby and i'll i'll retain him when the time comes um but like right now there's really not too much out there in terms of like rental properties and on top of that like everything is so fucking expensive so i have to kind of like tread carefully like i don't want to shoot myself in the foot oh also another tell me something good is um d has been waiting for his permanent residency i think i might have told you this but you did that's so exciting so he got the call from his lawyer that basically all he needs to do is just like send his pictures in which he's done now Um, And he's just waiting for the paperwork to come through. So he needs to like go back to Portugal and then cross the border again. And then he's like legally considered a permanent resident. Interesting that he has to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't understand why either. I guess, I don't know. His sisters had to do the same thing um, where they needed to like cross the border and then come back and then they get it. But I don't know. That's, that's that's what he says that he needs to do. But anyway, that's what he's going to do um, at some point, probably within the next two, three months. And yeah. Well, congratulations to Dee. Yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing. Like, you know, um, it's just something that's like weighed heavily on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not that he's here undocumented. He has his like work visa and shit right. and all that. But uh yeah. No, it's still scary because you can just come across the wrong person and you're gone. 
oh my God, you know, people are just horrible, you know, but yeah, it's been an interesting week of like really high highs and like really, really low lows. Yeah. Let's, so, let's shoot for the, the middle this week. Just flat middle. Yeah. So I think I'm going to make myself French toast tonight for that dinner. Um, either that or some ganoches, which um, oh. in Yaki, but I like calling it ganoche better. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thing. I like saying ganoche. So anyway, yeah. Um, that's my tell me something good. And Oh, another great thing. My birds of paradise. It's, it's sprouting a new leaf. <gasps> yes. Yeah. This fucking big ass bitch. That's like four feet tall. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Huge. Go to five feet. Oh my God. Right. I'm so excited. You don't even know. If you don't like plants, like you definitely can't sit with us. You cannot sit with us because we are plant moms. Literally. Oh my God. I redid my plant shelf. <gasps> Send me pictures later. Yeah. I will. I did, I redid the entire plant shelf. So only like my huge ones can't obviously can't fit on it, but like my tree doesn't fit on the shelf. I love it. Yeah. But anyways, thank you for bringing your ears today. We appreciate um, you. Hit us up on the twatter. Tweet us on the twatter and uh, tweet tweet. <laughs> my handle's at Hey Lydia with three A's and uh, Charlotte's is at Shars Web XOXO. Artwork is done by Angie Doodles D. Hit her up on the Instagram. Sorry, we should explain that. It's not, if you're listening to this on Spotify, it's not that artwork that comes up with the episode. It's the artwork of the two women looking at each other. Oh, it's the podcast artwork. Yes. So yeah. if you're listening to this on Spotify where you get the thumbnail, yes. that's that's Charlotte and her artwork. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Just so we can like give some quality expectations. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, not uh, doing it in 10 minutes. <laughs> the free version of Canva's artwork. That's fucking Charlotte. The the podcast art that is at Angie Doodles D. Yeah. Hit her up. She's, she's wonderful. Amazing. And she's also just like the sweetest person in the world. So yeah. Um Sayonara, motherfuckers drink some water oh yeah i forgot that (laughs) (laughs) unclenching jaw you're like peace Uh, out bitch all i can think of is fucking french toast (laughs) unclench your jaw drink some water and lydia close us off and remember you have survived a hundred percent of your motherfucking bad days bye a sayonara times two (laughs) Ciao. Ciao for now. Much love. And God bless. Bye. Bye. What the fuck did I do? Okay. Oh my God. Just- <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> oh, thank you.